0: Headline: Hollywood entertainment cronies and cinema elitists hand out awards for excellence in moving pictures. Sometimes the winners don't hold up to the test of time, so we're here in the future to tell them how they got it wrong. This is Switch the Envelope.
1: Ba-da-pow. Ba-da-pow. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Selavi.
0: Welcome to Switch the Envelope, the podcast that aims at rewriting Hollywood award history. Hollywood award history. My name is Corey. My name is Jeff. How's it going, Jeff? Fantastic, fun times. Any uh, any fun alcohol we're adding to our tour to drinks tonight?
1: No, tonight is a completely uh, sober and uh, drug filled evening.
0: Every week on Switch the Envelope, we take a year in a category from the Academy Awards provided to us by our supercomputer Al. And we discuss, you know, whether or not we should switch the envelope for a particular category, whether or not somebody else should have won a particular award from an Academy Awards of years past. So, Jeff, why don't you go ahead and fire up Al and let's see where he's taking us this week?
1: All right, this is weird. This week, we do not have an exact category per se. Uh, looks like we have a request.
0: Is, Al's just giving us clues. What the.
1: No, Al is giving us a request from a viewer, a reviewer, Oh. Yeah, so we have a review that says, do best picture from a specific year. Okay. Uh, It says, great topic, really original. You guys need to revisit the Oscars from such and such year. This movie won best picture. Now that was a dumb movie, exclamation point. Oh, okay. um Once you find out the exact the exact uh, year, I'm going to read the entire thing for you. Okay. But let's try and see if Corey can figure out what year this reviewer is talking about when they say the dumb movie won Best Picture.
0: Did uh, did Al say where that review was from, specifically?
1: The review came from iTunes.
0: Oh, okay. So the reviews work, folks. If you would like to suggest a, a topic, apparently, uh, leave us a review. Or hit us up on Twitter, at Switch the Envelope, or Instagram, at Switch the Envelope, and... Uh, Who knows? Maybe your topic suggestion will become an episode. All right, let's take us into Headlines.
1: All right, so we're going to start Headlines. Okay, so the movies that came out this year were from the year prior to the year of the Academy Awards. So, this was the year that Colin Kaepernick became famous for taking a knee during the Star during the Star Spangled Banner.
0: Oh, this is real recent. This is fucking real recent. I want to say this is like last year for, for us. What year? Oh, I don't... There's no way. Was that two years ago? I don't... 2016 season? I mean, he didn't play last year, maybe? So 2016, I'll say.
1: Okay. Um, this was...
0: So, no. Okay.
1: Well, Well, I should say the controversy over him began. okay This was the year of Donald Trump's first year in the White House. Okay,
0: so 2017. 2017. There you go. 17, sorry.
1: Yes. Yes. Colin Kaepernick thing did happen in the 2016-2017 season, but we're referring to the 2017 year.
0: I got you. I got you. So, we're doing the Academy Awards of 2018.
1: Academy Awards 2018 which is referring to the movies that were released in 2017. So, our official iTunes review or this this reviewer was Do Best Picture 2018, great topic, really original. You guys need to revisit the Oscars from 2018, Shape of Water won Best Picture. Now that was a dumb movie. Hmm. So, we're going to re- we're going to go into this category because we are going to help out um we're going to help revisit this movie for the reviewer. Yeah, the reviewer. That's,
0: that's an interesting uh an interesting opinion about Shape of Water. Shape of Water is a
1: I don't necessarily share that opinion. I actually think Shape of Water is a pretty good movie.
0: It is a pretty good movie. It's um it's definitely kind of an odd choice Academy-wise because it's a real like Odd movie. You know, it's it's uh, it's very different (laughs) from what the Academy sort of you know, sort of I don't think many people would gravitate
1: would have seen this movie if it hadn't been an Academy Award winner.
0: That's very very possible. I mean there there are other movies that are on this nomination list that are right in the wheelhouse of the Academy that The Shape of Water was a little bit of a, a surprise, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, dumb movie though. The reviewer, <laughs> I don't know, but we'll we'll talk about it. We'll run through the metric uh, along with the other movies. Um, first, let's uh let's get a taste of what what movies were like uh, a year ago. <laughs>
1: yes, what were movies like all the way back in two thousand seventeen?
0: Uh, well, I mean these these movies are gonna be real real fresh, real fresh in your mind. So, uh, let's just go through. Uh, the top ten movies of twenty seventeen. Top
1: ten movies. Let's go. Just get. Just get. Now remember, this was the. T- this was. I mean, a couple of years back, they changed the Academy Award nominations to include ten movies for Best Picture. They did. So our our um, Academy Award list is bigger this year. So we're not going to spend as much time on each one of these movies as we would normally.
0: We got a lot to get through. Because we got a lot to get through. Definitely. All right. Um, I mean, this is the year that like the Power Rangers had a new movie. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker came out. Um, you know, there was a Transformers movie. So
1: you're saying there were no good movies other than the ones that were nominated. I'm
0: saying there were a lot of bad movies that came out. A lot of bad year. movies, okay. Um, you know, So what I'm hearing The is Boss Baby, which was nominated for an hey Academy man, Award. Hey man, Boss Baby, good movie. All right, moving on to the actual top 10 here. 10 was a terrible movie, and that's Justice League. Justice League, okay. Oh man, that movie is real, real, real bad. I think the end of that movie, they fight a giant purple tapeworm. It's it's not good. It's really terrible. Uh, number nine, Despicable Me three.
1: You know, this is actually uh, this isn't a bad movie. This is pretty good.
0: Despicable Me three.
1: I like all the all the Despicable Me's and their I'm, spinoffs. I like.
0: I'm cool with the Minion movies. Yeah, yeah every yeah. one of them.
1: The Minions movie was great. I like them all. Oddly enough, they're a little bit they're a little bit PG thirteen, which is kind of odd. Uh, Especially I mean, the Minions movie, yeah, they and Despicable Me three. They're a little, they're a little adult in their humor. It's kind of <laughs> funny.
0: They do pack uh, more, more jokes in for for the parents than uh, your normal. Well, kids it's Sony, movie, I suppose. It's
1: Sony Studio, so it's not. Uh, it's not Pixar. Or, yeah, it's not Pixar. Yeah, is it Sony? I don't, now think
0: about it. it um, might be Universal. Despicable Me, Th- yeah, Universal, Universal, yeah. yeah, Universal. Um. Okay. So, what am I? Where am I? Nine. Okay. So number eight. eight. Number eight. Is a really nice, excuse me, a a really good movie. Um, It's a Marvel movie, and um, one must be good. Well, it's um, it's a third in the installment of one of their um, franchises, and probably one that lifts this whole franchise up a bit by um, you know really making uh, a statement and changing its tone and everything. And that's Thor Ragnarok.
1: Oh no, it does not. It's so
0: fun. It's so great
1: this movie sucked what this movie was terrible are you fucking out of your mind no this movie was shit this movie you're talking about the so you you love the scene where he goes to a different planet and he's on planet whatever the fuck with jeff
0: goldblum yes
1: no jeff goldblum sorry this i love jeff goldblum this was the stupidest part of this any marvel movie this is the stupidest part
0: oh you are so wrong no i'm not moving on this is shit this one we might fight over This was dumb. I won't fist fight you over Boss Baby, but fucking Thor Ragnarok was amazing. It was not a great movie. It was really good. Uh, Number seven is a horror film uh, that is a a remake of a TV miniseries called It. Uh, It's a Stephen King um, adapted novel. It's uh, I mean eh. it's supposedly eh. the first of two. I really don't need a second one of these after seeing this first well, one. Yeah, cuz I need to do the
1: next part of it, which yeah. is them the kids the kids older. Them growing up, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um it was fine. It wasn't it didn't, you know, it didn't blow my hair back. I mean, you know, it, it it's it's
1: it itself is a very hard concept when you read the book, yeah, the book. The, the thing turns into a giant alien spider thing. Yeah, I mean that's that's the ending. Unless anybody's, never, unless they change the ending.
0: I mean, the, this is mm, and well, the kids we, take. We a, haven't, we haven't like, really gotten to that that part yet because they haven't. Yeah, but I mean, up. the movie's already come out. I mean,
1: no, no, the, no, the no, original no. came out and oh, the book yeah. was already written. Yeah, so if yeah. you if you read the book or you've seen the original movie, the thing's a fucking spider. Yeah, from he's, like planet
0: whatever. He's he's got creepy, like spidery vibe to him at one part in this movie, but like it's it's just not that. Scary. I I don't know. Like there's there's moments that are jump scare, and then you see the clown, and we exist with the clown a lot, and so you just kind of get used to. But him. I don't understand why clowns are scary. Dude, they have big big shoes. Run really fast. They're gonna trip. Moving on to number six, Spider Man Homecoming, probably one of the top three best Marvel movies. Um, you know, I did not see this. You didn't see Spider Man Homecoming. No, I didn't. You should totally see Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah,
1: I should. Um, I'm not. I'm not into the Spider-Man movies.
0: You're not really into the like comic book movies. No, I'm in into general.
1: comic book movies. I'm not into the traditional comic book movies. Oh, I see. So I don't really like uh, Spider-Man. I don't really like Batman. I don't really like Superman. I love the non-traditional like uh, the Constantines, like the Constantine Jumper, Sin City. Wanted City. Yeah. Sin City. I love all those movies. All the, right. the ones that are based on graphic novels that are not necessarily the
0: the traditional comic books. I got you. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, here's the thing. I could kind of give a shit about Spider-Man as a superhero, but I'm not really ever excited about Spider-Man. That first uh, Spider-Man with uh, Tobey Maguire, after I saw it, I was like, huh, I kind of care about Spider-Man. The first Spider-Man
1: I thought was actually really good.
0: Right, so this one.
1: Who was the girl that was in it? It was. um, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. I actually thought it was a really good movie.
0: It's good, the first one. The second one and the third one are not great. The Amazing Spider Man's with. Uh, Which Andrew... is the emo one? That third was one. the third one. Yeah. And the second one was like 3. the
1: sand guy that had all the. That's that one too, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: the Amazing Spider Man with uh, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, those two movies are serviceable. Andrew Garfield is is nice as Spider Man, but like still not that excited about Spider Man. Spider Man. Our
1: Andrew Garfield's kind of.
0: Meh. Well, I mean, whatever you know, what you think of him as an actor is well—that affects the movie a lot. Uh, kind of. I mean, he <laughs> he plays the part of Peter Parker. Well, it's just the movie itself suffers from like trying to be this crazy CG monster movie. I, I don't know. It's it's weird, uh, and the story suffers a bit. Like they paid less attention to the story than they did about like making the special effects look cool. I guess. Yeah. Um, but this Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, has a really good story. And Tom Holland, who plays uh, Peter Parker in Spider-Man now, actually looks... He's the first time somebody who like looks like they belong in high school is playing a high schooler who gets these superpowers. And it's got really good moments uh, with his best friend that are really funny. And um, uh, now, Ma- Michael Keaton... That was in
1: it? Is this the same kid that was in it for the Avengers?
0: Avengers? Civil War or... Uh, with Civil, Civil War, Civil, it's not Avengers Civil War. It's uh, Captain America Civil War. Captain America Civil yes, War. Yes, it's that sa- same kid. So if you liked this little snippet in that, they, you know, the whole movie of him is uh, is really yeah, it's good, well done. Um, Michael Keaton as the Vulture is really good. There's this like really awesome scene in the middle where you know Peter Parker goes to Michael Keaton's house because he's taking his daughter to prom or to a dance or, or something like that. And they're kind of figuring out that they are, they're they are each other. You know, like he kind of knows that he's the vulture, and the uh, Michael Keaton sort of figures out that he's Spider Man. And there's this like tension in, in this car ride. That's one of the best scenes in any Marvel movie, or really most movies. You, you know, it's it's really good. You should check it out. Uh, Moving on to the top five movies here. Number five, another Marvel movie. Uh, One that I don't think is as good as Spider-Man, but still pretty good, is the sequel to Guardians of the Galaxy. It's volume two, Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: This movie is not very good. The whole Michael Michael
0: Mm Keaton... No, you're talking about Kurt Russell?
1: Kurt Russell. Mm -hmm. Kurt Russell's part is terrible. I can't stand the character they created for him. It is stupid.
0: Yeah, the, the movie is... <clears throat>
1: the first one was awesome. This, I agree. This part was just stupid.
0: I thought that this movie was fun. Like, it it's, was still as fun as the yeah, first movie. Yeah, but it was a reach. It, it, it was a it, really... It was, it was a reach. It didn't quite capture what that first movie had. And I didn't quite like... like I, We've been conditioned up until this point that like every one of these Marvel movies has something to do with the rest of the Marvel movies, you know? And this was one of them where it was like, ah, oh, this is kind of just standalone. We're not really going to give you anything that you need to know. Like you can skip that one in, you know, in the canon of, you know, the Marvel cinematic universe and not really miss anything because none of the stuff that happens in it has real like stakes for, you know, the rest of what's going to happen in like, uh, infinity war or anything that comes after it. But, uh, it's still fun. Um, I think Spider Man is better. It should have made more money, but it didn't. Number four. <laughs> I love when we get to the tops of these lists because, god damn, you know, there is some like movies that were wildly popular, made a lot of money, but just like are not great, great films. This one is at least fun, but it is not great. It's. Um,
1: I will decide on that.
0: Jumanji?
1: What? This is a great film. What are you talking about? Hold
0: on. Colon. Welcome to the jungle. This is a good film. It's fun, but... No,
1: it's a good It's a good movie. It, it's... If you know what a first-person player game feels like in the 90s, they have perfectly made you feel like it while you're watching this movie. The kids that come out and keep repeating the same thing over and over again like they do when you're just... Trapped in a game and you haven't moved forward. Mm-hmm. They do that in this movie. It is, yeah, exactly like how a game would feel. They do that in this movie. It's great. I love it. And The Rock is funny as shit. It's it's
0: enjoyable. Like
1: I said, I I it's a fun movie. It is a fun movie. It's one of the movies you can watch over and over and over again. Everything does not have to be something like you know, yeah. a, an Academy Award winner.
0: It's uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying, I would you know.
1: much rather rather watch this than Ragnarok. I would watch this over Ragnarok any fucking day.
0: I think Ragnarok is just as fun, but also and has Jack more And Jack Black substance. in
1: this, playing a girl, is hilarious. <laughs> he is hilarious the way he plays a teenage girl.
0: It's fun. It's fun. The original
1: has a... St- it's a different movie. No, I know, but I'm saying... They're like, made like different movies. They now. are
0: completely different movies. And but I mean, they're
1: made like different movies. They didn't even, they didn't even attempt to make the first movie, which is mo- what makes it good. They've tried to make two different movies. Mm-hmm. They tried to make it like a sequel by reinventing it.
0: I, I guess. That's I, why it stands by I don't itself. Know. It, it sort of feels like a drop-off in the franchise.
1: Oh, it is absolutely not. I don't think anybody in the... And nobody's going to agree with you with that. But there's there's a charm Without to the first
0: that. one that this one lacks completely.
1: Because you're th- that's the nostalgia talking, I think. This it might, it might time, be. This came out at a time in, for our age, of people that are like... It's when you're a certain age and you have that that thought of ba- thinking back to the movie. But I think if you were to look at both these movies objectively, I think they both stand on their on their own as being great movies.
0: I'm saying they, fun movies. They could have made this and not made it Jumanji. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it could have just been. No. It could have been anything else.
1: How could they have made a movie about a game that sucks you into the game and then you have to
0: Tron? <laughs> they didn't need to. This this movie does not need to be. A Jumanji continuation. It could have been its own thing. Well,
1: you made you made the point. If it wasn't Jumanji, it would have been Tron.
0: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, have been
1: Tron in the jungle. But that's what
0: I'm saying. Like this premise isn't necessarily like something that only Jumanji can do. Like I said, it was fun. Uh, number three. Hmm. This movie. Uh, the movie's Wonder Woman, and this movie sparked it a was whole, okay. th- This movie sparked. I'm surprised a whole, it did so like, well, like, though. Fe- like people. People really latched onto this as like, uh, sort of like a feminist movement kind of a thing, uh, where people were Who? like really. Pr- it was. Uh, it wasn't like Me Too Wonder Woman. No, not Me Too. But I'm saying like Times Up Wonder a Woman. A lot of no, a lot of people latched onto this film as being sort of this great empowered woman film, you know, um, and you know, like really applaud it for being, you know, a female led superhero movie and it's directed by a woman and, and like really latched onto it being sort of this sort of moment in female cinema. And to a certain extent, yes, but there are some really glaring things in this movie that kind of take away from that for me. And then there's also other movies that nobody recognizes that have much better representations of strong, powerful, independent women that nobody recognizes the way that they recognize this movie. It's it's weird. But like when they first take her away from you know from uh, her her spot in the in the ocean, and they bring her to England. The first thing they do with her is take her shopping, and that kind of bugged me. Like,
1: why? Well, why is there a shopping wa-
0: montage? Because
1: she wasn't gonna walk around in a. In a Amazon Amazonian, they could have just given her an Amazonian outfit to blend. Thing. They
0: didn't have to do the whole like shopping montage, trying on outfits in front of mirrors thing. Like it just felt they probably so paid how many? Cliched. They probably paid
1: how much for her in the movie? They're gonna do a shopping montage,
0: but that to me takes away from like being able to hold. Like it's one of the things that sort of takes away from like being able to hold this up as like uh, like a. A feminist statement in cinema. No, but
1: you're you're mistaking. I think the idea that this movie was a feminist statement between the idea of how it was marketed and how how it was made. It was made to be a super superhero movie that was marketed as a.
0: I'm saying the way that it was celebrated. I think a lot of people glossed over. Like there was female, like women only screenings of this movie. Like everybody, well, not everybody, but like there was a lot of people that really latched onto this particular film as like girl power film, you know. Yeah, but, but there's things in this movie that that are problematic to that. I don't um, know, I can't
1: speak to those. You know why? Hmm. Not a girl. That's if true. women want if true. women want to latch onto it as a as a female empowerment thing, that's up to women and uh I'll stick to the movies that I can
0: There's there's a fair bit of yeah. mansplaining that happens in this movie. Um there's also Uh, spoiler alert if you haven't if you haven't seen this movie um, she dies in the end no no she doesn't die at the end but she's not the one that's her legs she's not the person that saves like she's not the character that saves the day there was a a sort of phenomenon with wonder woman that where people were celebrating this movie for being this like wonderful feminist movement in cinema but i don't hear that same kind of fervor for things like the force awakens or rogue one you know um as often or as Dude, it's as Wonder celebrated. Woman. The
1: the, well, the character is that's the Wonder thing. Woman. I, I think part of it is every little girl wants to be Wonder Woman.
0: I think part of it is that is that they're taking not I'll this, what's this her movie name, Linda
1: Carter or whatever her name was, the original mm. Wonder Woman. She was they had the same feeling back when she was Wonder Woman. Every little girl back in the seventies wanted to be Wonder Woman. When the movie comes out, they're gonna rally behind Wonder Woman. It's people aren't gonna rally behind Ray. You know what I mean? Why not? Because it's not Wonder Woman. It's in the marketing. You know what I'm saying? It's Wonder Woman, I, I understand. the all-American superhero from the Amazon.
0: <laughs> and I'm saying it's disappointing that, y- you know, one film gets celebrated and it has a lot of missteps towards the movement and other movies are not as celebrated for what... What movement?
1: Female empowerment?
0: In cinema. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number two is... Um, I mean Disney. Disney's knocking it out of the park. I mean, with their Marvel Marvel movies, you know, the uh, their live action movies. This is Beauty and the Beast. <clears throat> they they uh, they dominate this. So wait, what's 10. number two? Beauty and the Beast. Okay, the remake with uh, Emma Watson.
1: I know you don't like this movie. I like this movie. I mean, I don't like.
0: You know, I I, th- I thought it was fine. Uh, my my problem with this movie is. That I like
1: the original when I was a kid, and when I saw yeah. this one, I thought that this was a really good live action adapt- adaptation.
0: It's 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 decent. The problem I had with with it is, um, the cartoon feels more epic. You know, and that is something to like. If the cartoon version feels more epic, then why did we need to make a live action version? Well, they're making live actions of all of them. No, now. I, I, I mean, I know that that's their that's their strategy. But
1: my kids, their favorite, their favorite one is Mulan, mm-hmm. and they're making the new that's next the one agreement. is going to be Mulan. Yeah. That's the new one they're doing.
0: And I'm I'm hoping Mulan is is really epic. There's an opportunity I feel, to make this grand. Yeah,
1: I feel like Mulan because it was kind huge of huge film. It was kind of a it was not as epic as a cartoon. It could probably be really epic as an act. I action.
0: love the cartoon uh, version of Milan.
1: I do too, but I mean, it's, it's not really like good. A, There's only one epic scene, and it's when they're battling. It's the only epic scene in
0: that movie. Oh, it's like the back half of the movie they're they're battling. And once no, they I'm get saying the cam- one
1: battle where she shoots the, the cannon and blows up. That's the only real epic scene. Where in sure. Beauty and the Beast, there's a lot of very... Difficult scenes to remake, sure. And I thought, I thought they did it okay. Job
0: they did. They it. did a, a decent job adapting it for live action. But the the film itself felt like it was shot on a soundstage. You know, like the the film felt claustrophobic to me. Like it didn't really have the like. I I, I don't know. And may, maybe that's in now. Have you seen the trailers theme? for Little Mermaid? Uh, it looks terrible. No, it's.
1: Not, I don't think it's Disney. And even if it, it's, it's not really the. I, it's I know the aerial there, story.
0: There was like a fan made trailer. For the this little Mermaid. That this isn't fanfare. This isn't was not real.
1: This isn't fan no, this isn't the little mermaid. This is like the mermaid? <laughs> no, this isn't this isn't the aerial story of the little mermaid. This is a different story that's been
0: the yeah. sort of the more of the Hans Christian Andersen yeah. tale.
1: Yeah, and it's very
0: weird. Hmm. I mean, those old fairy tales are creepy as fuck.
1: It's like one about her being at a at a it starts at a freak show. Mm. At a nineteen 20- twenties freak show. That's real fun. <laughs> and that's where she starts being like you know, like the circus where you'd go in and you'd see all the side joke, sideshow side shows, and yeah. she starts there and it's it's very odd. It's not the aerial story.
0: Yeah, I'd I'll probably be skipping that one.
1: And also Dumbo's coming out.
0: Dumbo And then that's the saddest damn oof, Disney movie of all. Dumbo is off putting to me. The uh although the, that one looks
1: good. The trailer mm, looks good.
0: Mm, no. Maybe no. It does look good. Dumbo looks so creepy. He looks so creepy to no. me. The, now the elephant, the CG elephant Dumbo looks looks real creepy to me. I
1: thought it looked fine. I, I liked it, but
0: it, it's it's weird. Teach his own man. You yeah. don't
1: like it? It's cool. Like they it's tried cool? to
0: they tried to give. Dum- you can miss out more Dumbo for me. So the CG elephant, by all accounts, looks m- like a regular elephant until you get to its face, and its eyes are oversized. Like the there looks like there is something wrong with this elephant.
1: There is. He has giant fucking ears. So
0: give him giant ears, but make him look like a fucking elephant. Like I, I, I don't know. It's it's so weird. Looking. I don't know. I just I I, I it's it feels monstrous fine. to me. And knowing that it's Tim Burton, like there's a creep factor to it that I, I feel like mm, maybe this Dumbo's gonna go dark. I don't know. What
1: well, Dumbo was dark. Uh, Dumbo is probably the darkest Disney film.
0: It's it's the most melancholy. I no, I think it's
1: the darkest Disney film. It's actually. It is the most depressing Disney film.
0: It's very depressing. He is drunk. Yeah,
1: I mean, it It, goes on a
0: mother's taken away from him. His mother's
1: taken away from him. He gets drunk. There's the um, the clowns that are sadistic, Uh and this is a very dark, dark film.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. It it's um, the cartoon still kind of works for me i I'll wait to to hold off further judgment when I actually see the live action adaptation but it it just the the elephant itself looks creepy to me and I don't know if I can hang <laughs> for the whole movie with a creepy elephant anyway uh moving on to number one number one again Disney owned property this is Star Wars the last Jedi uh not a lot of people this is split there's like half the people that saw this movie were like Awesome, more Star Wars. And the other half people that saw this were like, fuck, they've already lost it. <laughs> yeah, they have. This hated, movie was stupid. Hated this movie. Movie was stupid. What was stupid about this movie?
1: Um, the Last Jedi was too much of... I don't know. The story didn't feel original enough. Hmm. I feel like they don't have enough... I feel like there's so much they could be doing with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They have infinite possibilities, and they keep going back to the old well from the 70s to drum up storylines, mm-hmm. and they don't have enough storyline to be drumming. It's it's weird that they keep on coming up with the exact same plots. There's so much they could be doing. The fan fiction out there is more deep and has more depth than the stories they're putting into the movies. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, I, I don't feel like... They dipped into the well to retell a story the way that they did with. I'm not saying the they Force retold this.
1: I'm not saying they retold the story. I'm saying the story that they're going with is the exact same story they've been telling since the 70s, and they could this have gone a, a little this further. Is the
0: Skywalker tale. That's this is what they're doing. Yeah, they're,
1: but they've been telling Skywalker tale for so long. It's like move on.
0: Not until they complete this trilogy. That that was the whole purpose of this trilogy was to com- complete the Skywalker saga.
1: But they didn't. Okay. They themselves are the ones dictating the t- the the tale. Yeah. They could have gone any way they wanted. They could have gone any way they wanted in Force Awakens.
0: But they are going anywhere they want with the way that they're doing the standalone Star Wars stories films.
1: Yeah, but why do they have to put? Eh, it doesn't matter.
0: They're they're con- I mean, wh- why do they have to put you know Jason in space? Is they're continuing <laughs> the, the Jason that story. in
1: space was have to do with uh, Star Wars?
0: No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, wh- why why do they have to keep Using the same unkillable characters, like why don't they refresh that? I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't. It's a franchise. That,
1: I wouldn't put. That's no. the story of the franchise. No, They're you're continuing talk, the story of the franchise. No, you're talking about. You're talking about a. Uh, you're talking about a. In Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. Jason is the franchise. In Star Wars, the Star Wars is the franchise. Which is there's the story mo- there's of th- there's hundreds Luke, of characters Leia and no. their family. It's not. Yes, it is. No, because Luke isn't even in the first three films.
0: No, it's his father. It's his fam. It's the Skywalker family saga that is Star Wars proper, as yeah. a as a, a film. What, what is a a nine? Like what, what is the term for a, a nine film arc? We've never gone to. It <sighs> I before, don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the story. I'm of saying the there's Skywalker no, family.
1: There's no. In the when it first came out in the 70s, there was only one film. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've dictated what this what the saga is. George Lucas is the only one that's dictated what the saga is. The saga can go anywhere. They don't have to finish off. They don't have to do anything. They could have let the one. They could have let uh the Return of the Jedi be the end of the film, end of the Skywalker story. They didn't have sure. to extend it. They could have just gone with Rey and had her have this complete other story. But they keep going back to the same exact story over and over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, I don't see that as being the problem of these. I films. do. There are other problems. That's why I'm the bored films, with them. But
1: That's not. That's why I'm bored with them.
0: Okay, but
1: I'm telling you, you said why? You said what's wrong with them? I'm saying that's why I'm bored with them. Okay, I was bored with Force Awakens because of the same damn story. I'm bored with this one because of this because so that's why.
0: I mean, it, that's it, you have a, it's a valid point. It's fine, but I mean,
1: I've been into this. I've been watching these stories since I was a little kid. Sure, I've been watching these movies forever. So um, that's why I don't like watching them. They need to go and do something better. Rogue One, great movie. Loved it. Yeah. It, it was really good. Okay. But when they keep doing, I mean, now uh, Solo, mm-hmm. I mean, still the same story. Just the prequel of it. They can keep going off of something else. They don't need to go with the same damn well, there, stories. There's
0: a, um, they just released a, a set It just photo. feels like
1: they're doing something to make money.
0: They just released a set photo of uh the Mandalorian, which is a bounty hunter. Um. Yeah, they could have they could have uh, gone off they could have gone John off the Favre Bounty Favre Hunter doing? a
1: long time ago. Uh,
0: but it's going to be a series. Um the you know sort of uh Boba Fett Jango Fett type, done, type They could have done They could have done Boba Hunters? Fett.
1: They could have done Bo- Boba Fett a long time ago. They could they, they could do they could use the No, I'm the saying same, they're doing that. They're going to be doing no, that I'm now as a series. They could have done it a long time ago cuz everybody's been inter- they've had interest in Boba Fett. Yeah. For years. Well, they
0: put him in the prequel. They put his dad in the prequels.
1: Yeah, because they've had so much interest in him for years. They could have gone over him over his story years ago. They've had they could have done the whole thing on him and people
0: would have loved it. You don't have to keep going with Skywalker. No, and for uh, for for that this is why I said it. That's a it's a valid point, but you know, then it becomes its its own thing, the way that they're doing the Star Wars stories stuff now. You know, but the Star Wars. There's only been one Star Wars itself is. is there's the only Skywalker been one so Star Wars see. story
1: that wasn't attached to the main story. Rogue One is the only one. Yeah, and it was great.
0: It, it was. I mean, it was attached to the original one, but
1: well, <laughs> they're no, all. But they're it, all attached. No, I'm saying somehow. None, no, none of the characters were were attached to the main character. None of the. It wasn't about any of the Skywalkers. It wasn't about none of it. The only thing was about the well i mean Darth Vader connecting in. the
0: yeah he's a skywalker
1: and you know what they could have done something that included you know the emperor they can go off the story of the emperor there's so many characters they could go off on and they don't
0: yeah i mean the the door is open to to disney and there's
1: thousands of possibilities right now it's just disney cashing a check
0: that's true yeah getting
1: off of getting getting whatever they can to open up their theme parks and and get as much money from people that want to see more of the Skywalker stories. They don't care. They don't care how good the scripts are. They're They're going to churn them out once a year until they have everybody's money. That's all they care about.
0: I would say, though, that the weakest part of The Last Jedi was not necessarily the Skywalker stuff. The Skywalker stuff uh, was was more interesting. Yeah, that was Um, interesting
1: watching him on a rock for an hour. Because that was more... The only thing interesting was the ending. The ending, the ending was cool. Yeah,
0: uh, but but then the the Ray and I can um, Kylo Ren stuff.
1: I can't stand the Kylo Ren no? character. I think he's awful. There's he a- is the wrong character. <laughs> he the wrong actor for that part. <laughs> I do. I think he's the wrong right. actor for that part.
0: I used to think he was it was miscast.
1: I do think he's miscast. I think they need someone who's a little more. Um, I don't know. He's just weird for that part. He he's doesn't a- feel like he'd be the right
0: grandson or. He's a bit whiny, but. I don't have a problem with him. I think the stuff with him and Ray is is really nice and, and compelling. Um, the most interesting parts of those movies are Ray and Kylo Ren, or that that particular movie is Ray and Kylo Ren. And um, do you really think like he looks like you know the son of Leia and? Le-
1: I don't think he looks like them.
0: Yeah, I I, 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 I can't see i's, it, man. Yeah, there's a bit of that. I just feel like they were miscast. He doesn't look like Princess Leia's son. Yeah,
1: it just—it's like where did he come from? He looks like Princess Leia had a love child with the the Spanish lover of you know. They just doesn't.
0: I think they shouldn't have ever had him take off his mask. Yeah, they they should have left him as a like a masked foe, the way that Darth Vader was, you know. And then it wouldn't have been such a big deal because he could have done everything that he does just always behind the mask. And it wouldn't be you wouldn't be distracted by that that part of it. But Yeah, I, I don't know. The I enjoyed uh The Last Jedi. See, I would though, go back and watch them. Though I know I mean I'm gonna go back and watch every single one. I don't of go them. back <laughs> and watch
1: I don't go back and watch The Last Jedi. I don't go back and watch Force Awakens. I go, I've watched uh Rogue Rogue, Rogue one. one like hundred times. Yeah. All right. Well
0: we should probably move on.
1: Oh man, I could, talk, I could talk Star Wars all night.
0: No, let's um let's move away from the top 10 list, otherwise we'll we'll only talk about the top 10 list and start this will turn into a Star Wars podcast. Uh, and let's move into the nominees for Best Picture of 2018's Academy Awards. The Shape of Water, Get Out, Call Me by Your Name, The Post, Darkest Hour. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Phantom Thread. Dunkirk. And Ladybird. It's a it's an expansive list. That is a vast list too.
1: It's a very vast list. There's,
0: there's a there's a lot of different types of movies there. Um y- you know, because we're doing a, a year that that has ten in its category listing, um, I mean, do we even attempt to add any alternates?
1: I think because this happened just a year ago, I think maybe we could just skip the alternates. Maybe we should nominate or just mention a couple of good movies that happened a year ago.
0: Sure, yeah. I mean, at least go see these movies, Uh, (laughs) even though we're we're probably not going to run them through our metric. But, like, Logan was a really good movie. You know, it's not just your basic comic book movie. It's just a really good movie in in and of itself. Um, Baby Driver... Was a really good movie, you know.
1: There was a movie um, that was that was out last year. Not a lot of people saw it. But a movie called Hostel. It was a great movie. If you like westerns, mm. um, it's awesome. The acting is very good. Y-
0: you know, the Disaster Artist was good. Uh, oh, dude, there's a there's a really quirky film called Logan Lucky. That's a heist film. That's well worth I've the watch. It. Yeah. it's really good. Uh, I was surprised by it because it, you know it starts Channing Tatum and. You know, I didn't, and Adam Driver, who you hate, as uh, <laughs> as Kylo Ren, um, and I, I didn't think much of it. And then I saw it, and I was blown away by it. You know, um, Margot Robbie and I, Tonya is fantastic. Um, one of my favorite comedies of the year, The Big Sick, happened. You know, there's a lot of really good movies that came out in a year that also had some really shitty movies. So we'd throw them, you know, a little bit, and uh, and uh, see those movies. But we'll. We'll stick to the ten that were nominated by the Academy for running it through our metric. So uh, <clears throat> go out, go out and see the the nominated films so that that you're you're prepped for when we go over these in part two of this episode.
1: Yeah, make sure you go out see any of these movies. <clears throat> go on to your your Netflix, your Hulu, your HBO Go. Uh, go see whatever movie. See and if you don't have any of those fucking steal them from somebody. Yeah, you get, go, somebody's go get somebody's login. Get somebody's login. Go out there and find these movies because I will say that all the movies that were nominated, um, they're all great. For the were, most part. They're fantastic. Um,
0: you can leave leave your predictions for us on, on our Twitter page, at Switch Envelope, or uh, in the comment section of um, this episode's you know, Instagram feed, uh, uh posts or whatever. Yeah. Uh, which one will win the metric at switch, switch the envelope? You can guess w- who's going to score what or who you think, uh, is going to get the envelope switched to. Um,
1: if we do, because I have you, as you guys all know, the winner of this year of the 2018 Academy Awards was Shape of Water. It was.
0: Will it remain?
1: Will it remain? Will our metric, um, In our metric, will it still be the the Academy Award winner? Or will it be another movie? I mean, our metric is a little bit different than the Academy's.
0: So uh, listen, subscribe, review wherever you listen to podcasts, and please share the show. And we'll get into our metric and rating of all of the nominees for 2018's Best Picture next time on Switch the Envelope. There's only one more thing to do, Jeff. There's only one
1: more thing to do for our part one. A trivia question? Trivia question. We're going to leave you with a trivia question. Our trivia question has to do with the Academy-nominated movie Get Out. In Get Out, the character of Andre Hayworth was played by Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield got his acting break starring in what famous television show? The answer on the next episode of Switch the Envelope.
0: Calling has been a Riff Life production.